So the Las Vegas Golden Knights advanced on from the Western Conference Finals this week against Winnipeg. Finally beat them. They sure did. Uh, which is great for the city of Las Vegas, or I guess Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> Vegas, Vegas baby. Uh, but it's also bad news for a lot of Vegas locals, uh, which is a little strange. Well, it's also bad news for you too, Smitty. Uh, no, I'm I'm a, I'm a diehard Golden Knights fan. I was there since the beginning. <laughs> you owe me something. We never. Really I remember when I was a little kid waking up early in the morning. Heading downstairs, watching the highlights from all the Vegas Golden Knights games with my grandfather, mm-hmm. um, and I wish he could be here today to celebrate this this momentous occasion, our first trip to the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, we, uh, the fans have waited so long. I've so long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what, like four months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like realistically, it's like when was. Six months? No, when did they get awarded the team? That's how long they've been waiting. When they found it, they last were getting year. a team. Last, it was last year. Last. I mean, so it was a year and a half ago. So, like, a year and a half. They suffered from when they got started as a franchise until they started playing. Everyone thought they were really bad until they <laughs> played their first game. So, like, they struggled. Uh, but before the season started, uh, the odds were uh, somewhere between, like, 101 to 501, depending on the, the bookie. Uh, for the odds for them to make the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing a lot of people didn't make that bet. Yeah. But there are some people who did make that bet. And there are reports that Vegas uh, bookmakers could be losing anywhere from $5 million to $6 million on them making the Stanley Cup finals. $6 million? $6 million. Just the book. Keepers? Just I thought it was bookers. more than that. I thought it was more than that, but it's it's just five to six million dollars. Oh, that's not that much then. That's still a lot of money. It's a lot of money, yeah. Oh, they don't like losing money. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a catch twenty two right now, where they're like, our first hockey team is uh, might make the Stanley Cup Finals, but at the same time, I really wish that they would not make the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, when you said it, I thought you were talking about a lot more money than that. I also thought it was a lot more money than that. I'm sure there's a lot of uh, Vegas Golden Knight fans out there that are kicking themselves in the ass for not making that bet. Just uh, as just in general, yeah. yeah. Should have just made the bet. And there's also reports that uh, bettors were making bets on Vegas Golden Knight games 15 times more than any other NHL team. Interesting. In, ge- in general. I don't know if it has anything to do with their, uh, their against-the-odd success or not, or... If it was just because they, you know, exist in Wait, the... Wait, could they... I'm, something that I don't know is, like... They've clearly come out and changed the ruling on betting on games. But couldn't you... It wasn't Vegas the place you could bet? Isn't that why... So you could then bet yeah. on Vegas more? Because you can bet in Vegas? Well, I you think... You might as well bet on Vegas? At the beginning of the year, too, when, when people didn't know how good this team was, obviously, they... We're definitely not supposed to win a lot of games, so no. the odds would have definitely been in the other team's favor a lot of the time, oh, especially yeah. early in the year. Yeah, so you could just so people were just people probably just went crazy on it when they started to win, and then just kind of wrote it out. Yeah, but yeah, I think Vegas is Las Vegas is Nevada is one of the only states prior to uh, New Jersey recently mm-hmm. that allowed legalized sports betting. So yeah. Well, I've been completely inspired to put all of my life savings on the Cleveland Browns for next year, because <laughs> wow. uh, that's where the odds are. And, Wouldn't uh, be a... <laughs> you guys, you, you guys are all going to be coming crying to me when I have <laughs> thousands of dollars. I feel like <laughs> if, if the Cleveland Browns were an expansion team coming out of God knows where, Las Vegas, if and you will. The, and they were allowed to pick the eighth best player on every football team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know. I think that the Cleveland Browns will always have that mystique about them. <laughs> even even if they do look really good on paper right now, it's still the Cleveland fucking Browns. So. That's the mystique. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> They'll always suck. I just I don't bet at all ever, but I, all the time I catch myself being like, I should have bet on that. Does anyone? Put, I never bet on sports. Yeah, I've bet on games before. I'll do like handshake bets with like. Like me. Co-workers Well, and you friends. and I actually have a handshake bet. I have no idea what you owe me, but you owe me something. I think I have to... I don't, I don't owe you anything. I have to buy a Vegas jersey. 
Oh, if, that's what it was? Yeah. Is that what we said? I thought, I thought you didn't want that, he, I don't want that, but we don't he's have a better option. Dis- disavow his allegiance to the Chicago Blackhawks. Oh, Black Jesus Ox, Christ. That can't and happen. now he's got to be a fan of... No, I thought the bet was that we years. had to watch the documentary on the pod. That is the bet! <laughs> <laughs> that was the bet! Yeah, don't tell him that. <laughs> oh, God. I'm pretty sure that was the bet. Yeah. You, and if Smitty won, you weren't allowed to talk about it anymore. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah. That was the bet. So oh, now stay tuned really for that. later in the pod when Craig continues to talk about his favorite 30 for 30. Yeah. Not, That's actually, actually the whole segment every week now. But it's actually... It's, it's not even my favorite one. It was oh just very... <laughs> Hello. Hi. Do you want to go to a party with me? No, the game's on. Oh, I almost forgot. I'll be right there. We like sports and we don't care who knows. From shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports and we don't care who knows. Welcome to Sauce and Tossed, episode 12. I am your host again this week. Uh, I'm Smitty. You can find me on Twitter at From Tape to Tape. It's your boy Snacks. Uh, didn't have the can to make the noise this week. Uh, sorry, guys. Um, yeah, okay. Um, hey, guys. It's your boy, Snacks. <laughs> Special thanks to our sponsor, Craig, this week. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at SnacksGC. And uh, you can find me on the 10day.wordpress where I uh, talk about baseball. And uh, I recently launched a podcast about emo history music. So uh, if you want to learn about music in the 80s and... Uh, how many times the Washington Redskins play Fugazi in their stadium all the time. You can find that on my podcast, In Defense of the Genre. I think he wants that beer back. Snacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can have it if you want. No, you got it. Okay. Uh, it's Craig. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Seabarks4. And I'm Brian. You can find me on Twitter at BriReed11. And you can also check out some of my stuff at The Ten Day. Uh, and you can find us all on Twitter uh, at sauce toss pod, and also on Instagram at sauced underscore tossed. Uh, we're gonna start with baseball this week. I want to give a shout out to Vladimir Guerrero Jr. for his awesome trolling job. Mm. Um, unfortunately, I've placed a moratorium on talking about Vladimir Guerrero Jr. <laughs> this week because I'm sick and tired of talking Vladdy, about nothing. Vladdy. <laughs> Vladimir. Uh, but, uh, Snacks, do you have anything with your At-Bat with Snacks to talk about? Yeah, this week on At-Bat with Snacks, you can uh, find me, uh, I wrote a couple of things coming up, and one thing that's already on there, I wrote about uh, Shohei Otani's terrible walk-up song, and uh, what is it? it is a song that is some UK-like dance guy with the guy from Gym Class Heroes, and it's mm. terrible. The guy from Gym Class Heroes. I hope it's believe, not Travis from Dreamcast. Oh, it has I hope it's the oh other guy God. from Dreamcast. <laughs> I believe it's pronounced Bro Hey Brotani. Bro Hey Brotani. <laughs> yeah, he has a okay. terrible walk up song. and uh, He's check, learning, though. He's learning. Yeah, you can check out the article. I have some suggestions for him. And uh, <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> what's your, what's your go to walk up yeah, song? What's, what's your, your number, first suggestion? Is it Cotton Eye Joe? Well, don't give away number one. <laughs> you can, I'm not going to tell you. You have to find it out on the 10 day. <laughs> but I want to know. I want to know. Yeah, those are my views. It's a guy from Anaheim for sure. It's, it's like Snoop Dogg Gin and Juice. It's from clearly not Cotton Eye Joe. And uh, I might. I think about writing something about um, California Clay- Love. <laughs> California oh, Love too. Yeah, that would be good. good. Oh. Uh, Clayton Kershaw's dramatic fall from the best pitcher in baseball to uh, se- seventh ish. Seventh. Hard hitting stuff. That's, that's yeah, that's hard hitting stuff. stuff. So uh, yeah, you can check that out on uh, the Ten Day. Nice. Uh, so, the thing that everybody's talking about, and probably the only thing I want to address in the MLB this week, there's a lot of baseball games that happen, but uh, I want to talk about what's been going on with the Tampa Bay, formerly known as Devil Rays, <laughs> um, and their decision to mix up their rotation and start using a quote unquote opener. Yeah. As opposed, I mean, in, in contrast to a, a closer. So they've been using uh, somebody to pitch one or two innings? Uh, yeah, so Sergio Romo, who you guys, he became quite famous in 2014. He was the closer for the Giants. Yeah, uh, one World Series with them. Two World Series with them, probably? Uh, yeah. He wasn't the closer, though, the first time. 
Yeah. Was it 2014 or was it 2012? I don't know. I don't know either. But he has kind of bopped around since. Um, but first of all, the Rays committed to a four-person rotation in a bullpen day. And so they're doing some weird things. And then just recently, because of matchups... Kevin Cash, right? Yep. That's his name, Kevin Cash. Former Blue Jays catcher. Former Kevin Blue Jays Cash. catcher, yep. Decided that he was going to start Romo for the first inning for the first three batters and then bring in what I thought was a young pitcher anyways. Yarbo, Yarborough or whatever. Yeah. Yarborough. And it worked, and they won, and then they decided that the next day they would start him again. And he went two innings, and he did well, but they lost the game. That was their bullpen game, I think. Yeah. They didn't have a starter coming after. That's right. Because the first game, the starter actually pitched like six and a third or something. Yeah. See, when I first heard the story, I immediately thought to myself, there's going to be a bunch of guys that think this is going to ruin baseball. And then I was like, do I think this is going to ruin baseball? And I was kind of on the same page as them. I thought I felt <laughs> like I agreed. Like, this is very bizarre, and it could potentially lead to some weird things happening in the MLB in the future. And then I was like, but if it works, then why wouldn't you do it? Why would you not have your best reliever pitch in a game? You know, that's yeah. that was my ultimate... I kind of got myself on board with this idea when I was thinking about all those times that a closer is just sitting on the bench when his team's losing 9-3. Yeah, like when O'Day you know? didn't come into the Blue Jays' wildcard game. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, what? why would you not do that? You know, like, the best closers in baseball should pitch. Like, ev- not they can't pitch every day, you know. They can't pitch every second day. But, like, every third day they should probably pitch. You know, they should have 60 to 80 appearances in a year. And if they're going to throw an inning at the beginning of the game and set the tone... To me, that makes sense. It makes sense to have an opener if you're clo- But then at the same time, who's going to close the game at the end? Well, I'm, I'm also super on board with just like, I'm okay. As like a forward thinker, unconventional to me is awesome. Like, you got to try stuff. Don't. Okay, if you're the Rays, you haven't been good for a couple years. You're still not very good this year. Yeah. It's like. It's that whole definition of insanity. Well, we're going to try and do the same thing again and again and again, but we're still not winning. So so why, and like, I'm okay. Like, this is how people push the boundaries of sports. Try something new. If it worked, awesome. If it didn't work, well, you still suck and you probably were going to lose anyways. Yeah. So I I love the idea. I I mean, regardless of what baseball players think of it and and like people that are like, oh, it's going to ruin baseball. Yeah. Man, if it works, it works. Well, right? I like, see a lot of benefits with it. And I see like a lot of uh, things that I've read from pitchers who like it. Because we've seen this new trend of uh, people throwing less and less pitches every game. Like starters throwing less. And uh, being pulled in like the 6th or late yep. in the 5th and stuff yep. like that. And pitchers totally. are unhappy with it. If you have a guy who's one of your best players on your team who's guaranteed to like have two good innings yeah. every time he starts... Why not have the, your other pitcher yeah. be able to go yeah. later into the night? He wants to finish that game. Like, your person who's playing the most innings. And to go to Brian's point, if you do that and you make the Angels change their order, you've already done something to affect the game. Yeah, and guys, right? guys so get it's comfortable like, hitting where they're supposed exactly. to hit. Exactly. So if you do it and you're like, well, fine, then I'm just going to change the order of our lineup, you've already affected the outcome of that game in whatever way, but... You've changed your lineup based off of what the other team was doing. That is a tactical move, and it makes it makes sense what they're doing. Like, uh, did they change the lineup or said that they no, wanted to? No, they didn't. To? But that was my my suggestion before at the before we started the pod was that what's going to happen is teams like the Angels are just going to move their seven, eight, nine hitters up into the one, two, three spot, and then you're going to have Mike Trout lead off the second and stuff like that. Well, like, the, the that gives, there's a chance that Mike Trout and that whole starting lineup gets a, there's a slight chance that they get three less, be, like, yeah. one less bet yeah. a game. But that's so exactly, giant exactly. Yeah. Giant yeah. advantage. So, it, it's, it, I find it super interesting, super unique. I'm totally for going unconventional and pushing the boundaries. You know what I don't like is their four-man rotation. I think that's dumb. That's interesting. Like, you could potentially tire out your entire bullpen in one game. Yeah. I don't get that. That makes no sense to me. But this makes sense to me. Yeah. But... Like, I understand from a traditionalist perspective that, like, I mean, if this is, I don't think that it will actually change, like, all of baseball, but, like, if this becomes more common, it, it definitely happen. is. It could happen, yeah. I'm surprised no one's no one's tried it in a playoff game before. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, because you, know? you do see some you do see some weird things in playoff games, but you've never seen this. Like you'll see a starter start and put only pitch like one three. In. Yeah, he'll pitch three in, two three yeah. innings, and then they'll yeah. go to the next guy just yeah. to fuck with them. Yeah. And it's what what boggles my mind is is like especially if you look at the lineup of a team and you can really go matchup heavy at the beginning of the game. Like there's so much, there's so many opportunities for this kind of stuff to work really well. Like if you go right to your lefty specialist. But then again, if you burn these arms early, yeah, and your starters, you starting. could fuck yourself yeah. later. So, but you know who could use it? It's so it's like well documented how bad you Darvish does in the first inning. Yeah. So like maybe I, maybe it still happens to him if he doesn't start until the second inning, but maybe it doesn't. You know, like yeah. his ERA is like double in the first inning than it is for every other inning. I, I think the you Darvish ship has sailed. I think, I think uh, the Chicago Cubs made a massive. Massive mistake signing into a huge deal. Yeah, I think that uh, people wow. that have been criticizing this might be a little bit melodramatic about oh, it, being yeah. that it's going to ruin baseball and stuff. Like, I definitely think that this could affect the role of yeah. a star pitcher. Yep. Like, it definitely could change that. You know what bugs I me? I don't think we'll see it happen very often, honestly. No, I also don't. It, <laughs> you could see it with, like, a low with uh, low-budget teams. Low-budget teams because you can't pay star pitchers, so any, you do this more often. Anytime anybody does something different in baseball, there's always going to be that, like, 40... <laughs> nah, probably 60% of former players and current actual players. players, current players that are going to come out and be like... It's ruining baseball. That's, this is going to ruin Golden, baseball. Pe- old school basketball pe- people hated how Golden State played. Yeah. They fucking hated it. Yeah. They hate how Houston plays. Mm-hmm. But they've come on board. The, the game has changed. All right, so biggest thing that happened in basketball last week, or this week, I guess, is uh, the continued Houston Rockets-Golden State series. Uh, last night, Golden State won by 40-plus points. It was 49, 40 points. Uh, But uh, one of the decisions that happened two games ago was having James Harden defend Clay. Did you guys see that? Yeah, I did. And this is actually one of the coolest, like, uh, juxtapositions between how a player has evolved. Like, when we talk about Harden uh, maybe two years ago being, like, one of the worst players defensively in the league and how he was like, I need to rest on defense because I have to do everything on offense. And we saw in uh, this series so far that Harden's been pl- having less of an offensive role because he's been actually, like, playing defense against Klay Thompson. He's been, like, hustling through screens and, like, actually committing himself on defense. And when he wants to be, he can be, like, a tank. Like, he's built, like, a linebacker and can play defense in the post, too. I was, like, cool to see Harden, like, become, like, opposite Harden for a couple of stretches to the game. Until, like, the end where he just stopped playing defense completely. <laughs> yeah. Which is very Harden-like. Yeah, but it is cool to, like, to see what Is that a good matchup, though? I don't know. Like, I guess... I, Clay's a pretty good defender, right? But offensively, is he easy to guard other than he's a good shooter? He's he's slippery. He's, like, the That's same what, thing, like, kind of Corver does. Yeah, but he's, he's slippery. Yeah. yeah. That's a, I, it is a good matchup because, yeah, like, he's not going to beat you off the dribble. No. But he's always moving. Yeah, so it's like you're tiring out James Harden. He's like yeah. one of the most tired, like him and Steph are like, you're running, sprinting on defense the whole game. Yeah, yeah. Um, another cool thing in this series I saw is just uh, how the Western Conference and Eastern Conference have completely like uh, had different rosters like in coaching decisions with rotations. And we've seen like the Eastern Conference, everyone talks about, oh, they're so deep, it's so cool to like have like... Uh, Toronto's like bench unit, the bench bob, and like they're going ten deep, and it's yeah. like this is cool that they're so deep. Same with the Celtics, and then like the Warriors and Rockets being like we play seven people yeah. at most, like <laughs> unless it's a blowout. Yeah, well, actually, so I looked yesterday because I was curious because Javale and Petrulia were on the bench the whole time. I'm like, oh, how many? And they up until they were up by thirty, they had used nine people. Yeah. Um, but also, I thought it was interesting that. Uh, the Rockets think that their small ball lineup is better than uh, they came out and said that. What's yeah. it called? The Tuck Wagon? The Tuck Wagon. Yeah, the Tuck Wagon. Yeah. yeah. I I always liked P.J. Tucker. He was friend of the pod, maybe, because he was a Raptors, but uh, for like half a season. Yeah, he <laughs> was deadline on, wasn't he? Yeah. Games yeah. yeah, and he actually Three never games. lived up to what he was supposed to do. No. Classic <laughs> Raptors. Yeah, classic <laughs> Raptors. <laughs> Raptors offered him more money to stick around. He's like, nah, I'm going to go to Houston and probably win some more games. Yeah. He knew. 
I don't think that the tuck wagon is better. I think that the tuck wagon is good. I don't think it's nearly as good. No, nothing's as good. Who as would you fight. rather have, Draymond Green or PJ Tucker? Draymond. I think everyone in the league would want Draymond <laughs> over their starting center, yeah. unless like maybe like the Pelicans yeah. and like Anthony Davis wants to be on the Warriors. And who anyways. plays four in that lineup for Houston? Uh, I believe it's Trevor Ariza. Okay, and, and who would you rather have at four, Ariza or Kevin Durant? Is is it Durant that plays four? Um, I don't think it is. They actually just play like one, 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 in the, in five the, in the Hamptons five. Yeah, yeah. They I it's, think it's pretty Durant much at the four. It's two wing players, so it'll depend on the matchup, like yeah. who plays who. But it's either like Iggy or KD. Yeah, it's kind of like well, which one? Who matches up better with their four? I still I would pick every single player on the Hamptons five over every single player on the <laughs> Tuck Wagon. That's just my Harden over Clay. Or yeah, <laughs> you take Clay. I with that lineup. Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah. You can't. Clay's better. You wouldn't be able too. to insert James Harden into anywhere no. in the Warriors and and have them play the same way that they mm-hmm. play. I don't think. No, because Clay is like one of the best defending guards in the league. Like yeah. he's like yeah. he's he. Steph doesn't work in that lineup without Clay beside him. Yeah. I, what about um, I saw after. After the uh, the the raps, after the Warriors lost game two, um, I think was it Draymond? It was either Draymond or Kevin Durant came out and said, "Yeah, we didn't feel threatened. That's why we lost that game." Yeah, that's that. I'm pretty sure that's KD. Man. Yeah, probably. That's that's like again KD with the fucking stupid quotes. Pardon my French. <laughs> yeah, but and then they <laughs> come out and they paste a forty. 40 burger on them the I next know. day. They and felt threatened. Yeah, because they felt threatened. Also, they were like, oh, we got to play basketball today. That's that. So what we saw on Game Three was what Golden State has always done. Like they were kind of hanging around in the first, and then they pulled what Golden State does, and Steph Curry went off. Well, they just hit and, more open shots than everybody else. Yeah, they don't and, miss open shots. And like the Rockets actually games. really kind of they miss so many open like layups to start that game. Well, they did. Like, it should have yeah. been. It should have been a way closer game even at halftime. And they always like even I saw I watched the Rockets play the the Raptors twice this year, and it was the same thing, like missed open layups, yeah, yeah. missed like short jumpers, and like as soon as you you can't you can't miss shots against the Golden State Warriors because that's mm-hmm. when the points start to pile up. Totally. Like a a, a six point lead all of a sudden turns into. You know, a twelve-point lead yep. because you missed a two. And they they hit back. a three. Yeah. You miss another two. They hit another three. Yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden, the game is lost at and, that point. And when Steph is shooting, that team goes crazy. The crowd, the team. Like, oh yeah. You, it's impossible Especially to replicate that. Especially when he's that. feeling it. When he's feeling it, he's swearing in the mic and stuff. He's, and he's and a monster. Did you guys see the quote? His mom's yeah. all pissed yeah, yeah. off at him, yeah, but he's loving but it. That's so. When Wait, Golden State uh, plays, uh, we'll get there. Okay. Right? Yeah. Is that what you're saying for the quote or no? Yeah. Okay. When Golden State plays like that, when Steph is feeling... It, and that's the thing, though. Like, regardless of whether KD's... When Steph is shooting, that team is unstoppable. Especially at home, because the crowd and the team fucking lose it. Yeah, <laughs> they we talked about... Lose yeah, they, it! They feed off it hard. Oh, my... And, like, everyone... But, like, when Steph is playing well and feeling it, the team's unstoppable. Yeah, then we talked about this last uh, week on like uh, what happens when they're starting to go down and how they react to it, like how Harden and Chris Paul can get irritated and make mistakes. Steph goes shoots bricks like for the first two quarters. He's yep. getting completely locked up on defense. He gets mad and just becomes a monster. Yeah, he's like he lot. was so frustrated and getting completely shut down, and then he's mad and he's just bam, I'm Steph again. It's yeah. my fucking house. There are times where you see him go like he goes like one for eleven or whatever in the first half, and then he hits nine threes and yeah in the third quarter. And you're like, I, I don't. I don't. What think... was really interesting is he still had uh, he still had like eighteen or or sixteen in the first half. Because he actually hit some, like, like, he was hitting good shots, but they just weren't his signature threes. He got a couple drives, a couple layups, a couple floaters that kind of went in the first half. So he was, like, silently still dropping, like, 12 to 16 points in the first half. And then That's a just, cool thing about their offense, off. though. Yeah. I can't imagine how many games I've watched this year where it's like you're just watching the game and it seems casual. You're like, oh, KD has 36. Yeah. Or yeah. like, <laughs> And I think that also is what makes Steph so successful is that he's not, like, he's streaky but it doesn't stop him like even when he goes like one for nine he doesn't stop shooting threes all of a sudden yeah. he just keeps on throwing them until they start hitting and then he'll I love it, that. his averages out and it's it's interesting because like there are guys 
that you watch play on a regular basis that continue to shoot when they're when they're down and you're like, why do you continue yes. to shoot? And then that's like, not Steph yeah, that's not Steph Curry yeah. because yeah. Steve Kerr is like, J.R. Smith. Yeah. Steve Kerr is like, what do you mean you don't want to shoot anymore? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, Steve Kerr's act. Do you guys? Did you ever hear this? He's like, man, I wish I had your confidence. Yeah, because like, yeah, yeah. he's like, he's going through a slump. He's like. Keep on doing it. I wish I had that confidence. Like, <laughs> it's like, not many people. I remember this exact quote. He's like, not many people would go like yeah, zero for seven yeah, and then yeah. pull up from twenty nine feet. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I was that confident. Yeah. Keep doing that. Yeah. 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 Let alone Steve Kerr playing with Michael Jordan. I'm sure Michael Jordan wouldn't allow no, that no. kind of shit to happen. Man, and it was fun watching that third quarter yesterday. Like Curry st- and Curry started feeling it. He dropped a couple, and you're just like, oh my god, and. That's when the crowd goes crazy, and that's but especially at home, that's when the other team makes their mistakes, and they pay for it the biggest. And yeah. when the team's playing like that, yeah, yeah. So going back to what you were saying about the quote, I actually haven't heard the quote, so I'm I think I probably know what it is. But what was what did he say? So he's just oh, going yeah. up for a layup, and uh, it's a heavily contested one. He pretty much gets fouled by Horford on the way up, and uh, he makes this layup and just points to the ground after like this Wait, is pretty much the chicken. Not Horford. Not Horford. Not Horford. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, and uh, he just points at the floor and he goes, "This is my fucking house, <laughs> Oracle." Yeah, his mom got then, mad at him. But his, yeah, his mom got mad at him. And actually, I think Clay talked about it too. Uh, but basically, the reports came out that uh, Steph's mother thinks he should wash his mouth out with soap. <laughs> <laughs> I think KD came out and was like, I want him to keep fucking swearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. classic KD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the quotes when Steve Kerr talks about him, and he'll be like, uh, I love Steph, he's one of the nicest, most terrible people in the league, but a very arrogant, terrible basketball player. <laughs> like, he's like the guy you want to beat up on the other team. Yeah. So, actually, speaking of KD, I was listening to the uh, broadcast yesterday, and in the third or fourth, Kevin Durant made a good play, passed the ball, and then... Pa- Whoever he passed to passed it again, and I think they missed their shot, but they got the rebound and, and sunk it. And KD was like laying into it was probably Iguodala. It was Iguodala, and Iguodala was like, "No, this is what we do. We pass the fucking ball on this team." Like that was like a, an actual interaction that happened, and it was kind of like, "Yeah, like KD still doesn't get like the." It's like no, like I know I had an open shot, but he had a better open shot. Mm. Yeah. It was interesting. They're still going to win a championship. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Katie's going to get a finals MVP again. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. That's the other, yeah. like, so Steph dropped, what, 30? Five. Okay. KD still dropped, like, 28. And he's, like, somehow just this season become, like, one of the best rim protectors in the league while being a monster on the offense. Yeah. Yeah, actually, Golden State put up a few blocks yesterday. Like, a few. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so the Rockets struggled against them. Oh, big they time! Sure did. Do you think that has a lot to do with their decision to just play iso ball against them and just go for the try to dominate mid range game? Well, that's what I mean. The Rockets. That's that's how they played all year, right? So it's they're they're obviously playing to their strengths, or or they think that it's a good idea to play to their strengths, and like they would literally need to change their entire game plan to adapt and try to play the same way as the Warriors and. And when the when you do that against the Warriors, that's when the Warriors have already won pretty much. Like it worked. They passed the ball a little bit more in game two when they won. But I read uh, after they won or after they lost game one, I read a, an, a blog post by a Rockets blogger who just tore into them saying how could they possibly win sixty five basketball games playing the way that they played because they played like that all year. There's no reason why they should have won the or well, they won yeah. the my, one of my favorite quotes of all time is like this tweet and it was like uh the Houston Rockets play exactly the way your friend who only watches YouTube highlights of games thinks the Warriors play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a great quote because that's money. But that that's really funny to be like I can't believe like how do they win 65 games playing the way that they have? Meanwhile, they've pl- just played 3 games against the Warriors. To like be like, what are you? De- how are you guys playing this terribly? And it's like against the one of the best teams in NBA history. Yeah, it's, it's like, like run seven seconds. Unfair. Run seven <laughs> seconds or less, and try and get an open three. And if it doesn't work, go to the two best ISO players in the league. Like that, you can't fault that game plan. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, they're screwed. This is their best chance, but like. This is tough. I don't know. Like I, this we said. I mean, we up. said it before they even started the the whole series, right? Like we were all kind of like, 
Houston's going to be too soft for this, and, and the Warriors, this is where they actually make their money. This is where they actually come to play and, and stuff like that. And honestly, like the results so far have not surprised me at all. No. The only thing that surprised me is that the... Dude, I, 40 we, points is big. Man. Yeah, that was a huge, <laughs> huge win. <laughs> but the, the only thing that surprised me so far is we knew that the Warriors were going to lose a game, and we all kind of predicted that it was going to be game two. Yeah. I didn't think they would lose that game by as much as they lost it by, Yeah. but they clearly didn't didn't even really feel the lineup in the fourth quarter that would really ever make a run or whatever. So um, so I think it's going exactly as, as we kind of anticipated, you know. So the inevitable has happened. Uh, the Las Vegas, or sorry, the Vegas Golden Knights have moved on to Vegas, this, baby! <laughs> the Stanley Cup yeah, final. Vegas. For anyone that listens to the pod knows I've been on the Vegas train for a while. Yeah, yeah same. Same as soon forever. as Smitty was off it, I was on too. <laughs> it's been never been of, off one it. Of our, been on. un, like, but there's still not a good team. One of our main NHL themes has been trashing Smitty for his disrespect of the of the Vegas yeah. Golden. Lost they're not Vegas? a good team. Right. More like <laughs> they're not a good team. Doesn't make any sense. And guys. they don't deserve to be in the Stanley Cup final. It's not a hockey town. Oh, I don't care about that. What are you? T- I love the fact that they're not a hockey town. That's like my favorite thing. But aren't they now? Would they be considered a hockey town? Well, they're, they're still they're considered the only, a non-traditional market. They're the, the only dynasty. show in town. I mean, they, they what else is there to do in Vegas? Do you know how they are a dynasty. What else is there to do in Vegas? Regardless of whether or not they're a hockey town, let's put it this way: they can't have ice. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a Can non-traditional. Tampa Bay have ice. Also, a non-traditional hockey market. Any place that be... can't have ice. <laughs> is there going to be an outdoor <laughs> game in Vegas next year, or what? Oh, I man, the Raise LA the Kings. The LA Kings had an outdoor game yeah, two years ago, and it was. Awesome! It was the best. It was so good. So yeah, you can. They have. I think they've done an outdoor game in Vegas before. In like the nineties, they did an exhibition game or something there, um, outside, and it was pretty cool. Weird. Uh, Yeah. So they're in the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, No one. No one. Absolutely, no one predicted this at the beginning of the year. Uh, They were pretty much. We literally let off the show saying that the the bookies are going to lose at the beginning of the year dollars because. Several people. <laughs> several people. <laughs> several people in, Hand, in a population. of people. <laughs> <Rare Yes>. Handfuls <laughs> of people. <laughs> yeah, they bet in favor of this. <laughs> yeah. Handfuls of people. Uh, the Winnipeg Jets eliminated. Uh, interesting enough, interestingly enough, the Winnipeg Jets were dubbed Canada's team, which is kind of strange because they actually had the lowest amount of Canadians on their team out of the remaining four teams. Well, the Vegas... I think it's just that Canada just wants a Canadian team to win. Yeah. Which I don't give a shit about. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. It actually really bugs don't. me. Yeah. When, like, I'm, it supposed to, I'm supposed to root for this team because they're in Canada? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't don't, I, I don't even cheer for Canada in like international tournaments. I'm a straight-up asshole. Yeah, it. Smitty's the worst. I like what? To, Smitty's oh, a big, never. He's a big team of... He's Why a big fan I? of Finland. Oh yeah, love Finland, love the Slovaks. Love the Slovaks. You don't. But Very why don't you? Why don't you yeah, cheer for Canada? Because oh, not in hockey. Because he's not. Canadian. Why don't you cheer for not Canada Canadian. hockey? That's like being like I. I hope the Golden State Warriors beat everybody. Like I. I don't. You don't want like it. the Blue Jays. You don't like the Toronto. <laughs> Where's your passport? We're gonna cut it up yeah. live. On <laughs> you don't fucking... cheer for Team Canada. No. Why would if they're they're like it's a given yeah, that they're gonna just, win all their can games? Can you say your line, please? Why do you say things? <laughs> my favorite thing is that we're currently... Like, I'm being questioned on my Canadianism right now. We're currently sitting in a room that I have adorned with, you know, pictures That's of the Queen. That's what makes it worse. <laughs> That's what so doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, you love Canada as a I like, country. No, I love Canada as a country, but no, also I, love... No, I hate Canada. But I <laughs> love maple leaves. <laughs> he just loves maple syrup. That's yeah. what all the leaves are more. trying uh, to be Canadian. But I love the underdog the more. The queen. Love the underdog. And Canada... Like Latvia. Yeah, like Latvia. That would have been awesome if Latvia had won. Slovenia, if Slovenia wins well, Switzerland a... Switzerland almost won. Yeah, Swiss is, cool. the Swiss are actually a pretty good hockey team, but yeah, really? I actually do have I a have a team. hard time getting on board that you don't cheer for Team Canada. I mean, I understand not getting on board with it, but like, I don't, I don't want like the best team. You don't want your country to win? Not really, I don't really care. I'd much rather see Slovak. The Slovak. Man, definitely win. don't sign up for our army. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I have both teams. I have both teams. 
both got I hope they beat us. Um, I hope they beat us. I really want to win, but if I lose, that won't be that bad. Yeah. I mean, I'm not cheering for, Just like... don't shoot me. I'm not <laughs> cheering for the U.S. to win, either, like, for the, the same reasons. Like, I don't want to see, like, the best teams Yeah, but win. I don't want to see the U.S. So win either, Sweden, but I Sweden, want Canada Yeah, I don't really cheer for Sweden. Sweden just won the World Championships. How do you feel about that? Uh, the only thing I liked about that was... Uh, Switzerland came second? Uh, no, I mean, you know, I, I thought it would have been really funny if Canada lost to Latvia, but... Uh, what's oh? What was the the Swedish kid's name? Le- Le- With the Lias silver medal, Anderson. the one yeah. that threw the silver medal. Yeah, I thought it would have been really funny if he got the silver medal again and he threw it. Again. Did he play on that team? <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's awesome. Good for that kid. See, I also don't cheer for Sweden or the U.S. to win, <laughs> yeah. but I cheer for Canada <laughs> to <Yeah>. win. Yeah. <laughs> I never want like, to see the Like, I don't cheer... The USA do you win. cheer for the U.S. to win the basketball tournaments? The, like, the Olympic basketball? No, no. we cheer for Canada. Canada's the yeah. funnest <laughs> team to cheer for in those tournaments. Canada's the funnest team to cheer for in those tournaments. Like, I don't know. It's just, like, I don't want to see the do best you, team win. I, I want to see, see the, the team Canadian win. team. <laughs> that if, you're, if it's an international tournament, Canada is my team. Nah. Yeah. There's no other team. No. There are tons of other teams. No. Way more fun to cheer for. Oh, Smitty's the worst. You are the Another worst. Another example. Love the underdog. Of Smitty being the worst. So what were we talking about? I don't even know. What did we, what did we start with? Vegas. 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 Who so Smitty we got, also doesn't like. So Vegas made the Vanica final. This is going to get... How are they the underdog? Vegas the underdog. He's they're like, I, I only cheer for the underdog except for Vegas. <laughs> they were the underdog. They, were they, one of the, they finished like they one of the, the highest other, teams in the league. They were the underdog in that series. Though. They were the yeah, underdog that was, the whole that was, year. Yeah. No, well, they, like, was it depends team. how you look at it as far as saying they're the underdog all year. Better team. Mark Andre Fleury. Well, a higher ranked team. Mark Andre Fleury, the Golden Knights goalie. I've bought won. into. I've bought into Mark Andre Fleury. You literally told us at the beginning of the pod that he. He's not a good goalie. You're. You like him. I do. I like but him he's a lot. not a good goalie. He's, he's not a great. Great goalie. He's okay. Three Stanley Cups. He's playing out of his mind. Olympic gold. Okay, let's three. And Stanley he might Cups. have four. If Getty Malkin and Sidney Crosby have those three Stanley Cups. I forgot that you can play hockey without a goal. You're right. <laughs> You're right. You could. <laughs> you also forget that Marc-Andre Fleury was a backup for two of those Stanley for Cups. For one, 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 one and a half. One. No, two. Murray. What are you talking about? No, what? Murray was the goaltender for the last two Stanley Cups for them. Yeah, but in the final? Fleury, le- Fleury brought them to the Stanley Cup final last year. <laughs> and they just didn't That's get true. to play. Oh, You're right. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, also, yeah. that year that Ken Dryden won the Stanley Cup when he came in as a rookie. Cam Ward, Artis Urbe actually deserved that Stanley <laughs> Cup instead of Cam Ward. <laughs> You're absolutely correct. Smitty's just Arch bitter because Vegas is in the final. No, I'm totally cool with it. I love it. It's the best. I do hope that... I, I think that they will win at this point. Oh, now that Smitty has put his word on oh, Vegas no. winning, they're going to lose. I mean, probably. But also, I... <laughs> I'm not going to bet against them. Are you crazy? Like, you, you can't bet against them at but, this point. But you bet, you bet against them the whole time coming exactly. up. And that was my thought. Was and you can do every you can't round. bet against you can re- them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now I'm, you now can't I'm bet not for them. them. That's true. They would have been, been toast. That's true. Yes. It's been unbelievable. Yeah. I'm like super interested to see what it looks like for them in the next couple of years, though. In terms of success, in terms of contracts, but that's just contracts is a big thing. The, yeah. the way that they, the way that they drafted their team is they, and they, they have so many draft picks. They have yeah. draft picks. They gave up because, some because, dumb because they could have drafted better players, but people but they gave didn't. them. They also gave them draft yeah. picks to not take people. Yeah, and, so they've and set they even gave up them for a great future. They yeah. even gave them some of their best players to not draft worse players. Yeah, <laughs> in the case of the Florida Panthers. Yeah, super. Yeah, Marsh. <laughs> what the? What, what yeah, yeah. I don't even know how to say his last name. Marsh so. Marsh so. Yeah, who scored what thirty plus goals last year? And, and so Riley Smith and Jonathan Marsh so were given to them yeah. so that they wouldn't draft Mark Pissick and Alexander Petrovic. They it was are, very weird. Have who? Clearly won exactly. that deal. They yeah. have won that deal. They won that deal. It's yeah. like here, take our leading scorer and our like fourth leading scorer. In order to draft our yeah. sixth and seventh defense, it's funny because I just read an article. John Cooper just came out the the co- head yeah. coach of the Lightning. Super cool, yeah. yeah, the head coach of the Lightning. He was like, he he was asked about whether or not Vegas was a Cinderella story, and he was like, No, they're not a Cinderella story. <laughs> they're a success story. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. The owner hired an unreal GM who did an unreal job hiring an unreal coach. And those yeah. are like, that's, a, that's pretty never much should have got fired by the Panthers. Yeah, that's pretty been. much your, the exact quote though. Like he used the word unreal. unreal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and now they're, they had an unreal season because they let them do their job. Yeah. And they all did it well. 
I think I think it's amazing. I, I'm like super pumped about it. I, I hope they win. I really do. It's super cool. Uh, it's such a cool story, and I love the fact that. And again, these guys come out in interviews all the time and talk about how they rallied around the fact that none of them were wanted yeah. on their teams. Yeah. They were all like, it really is an island of misfit toys, and that's such a cool, interesting storyline. I did on. think it was stupid that Ryan Reeves came out and he was like, "We are an island of misfit toys," and I was like. You were traded there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the deadline, really and also right. a healthy scratch. But like, scored the winner. Scored the yeah, winner. Yeah, no, that's also winner. that's also Winnipeg. good. That was good. Yeah, I I do. I think it's super fun. Like at the beginning of this season, they had no traditions. They didn't have expectations. Right. And now, like they they like they have their traditions. They, they have, have their a, identity. Do they have they, a captain? Nope. No, it's they just the system. No, that's a, that's what everybody's talking about now is who who gets the Stanley Cup if they win. But isn't it flurry? It's flurry. It's yeah. flurry. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I they, but everyone, he everyone, everyone, gets the he, everyone yeah. on that team. And then he talks gets a Hall of Fame jacket. First. He might get the Smythe even if they lose. And then he gets a Hall of Fame jacket. Flurry. So Ryan yeah, Reeves scored that scored that uh, series winning goal over the Jets. Um, how do you think he's looked at in his hometown of Winnipeg? Mm. Oh, he's from Winnipeg? He's from Winnipeg. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah right. I didn't know that. I just found that they out. That's pretty wild. so much. He's not allowed to go home next time. Yeah, he's not welcome. And they cut his passport. He, no, he, the, Canada will welcome because they're like, well, he's bringing the Stanley Cup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but will anybody... Okay, so yeah. let's what if they lose in the finals? Anybody, he's extra hated. That's not true, though. If they win the Stanley Cup, does anybody show up at Ryan Reeves's? Come see and visit the Stanley Cup party that he has at the yeah, local Yeah, because... 100% because um, they're Canadian. No, nope. I just want to see the Cup. That's not true. He holds it at the Milan Milan Stadium. Lucic, that'd be real tough for me, I think. Milan Lucic won't go back home because um, he's to from Vancouver, Vancouver right? yeah. yeah he's from Vancouver and he said that he will never he would never sign there or anything because he gets treated like crap when he yes, goes there because yeah. he, 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 no, yeah, he, he won he won a Stanley now. Cup you know. he won a Stanley Cup and took it home and he got like booed and like uh, stuck on that <laughs> so maybe Canadians aren't as well, like diehard as you think they are West Coasters are kind of assholes <laughs> Especially so there's a lot of caveats <laughs> that you guys are throwing on here. Vancouver yeah. fans are terrible. I've met a lot of Vancouver Canucks fans that hate me because I'm a Leafs fan. And I like I don't give a shit about you. Wow, well, they're going to hate a lot of people. And I don't care who you cheer for. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, don't, I literally don't care about you. They're like, fuck you. I hope you enjoy golf season. Yeah, I mean, the I good news is that... I not care about you. When I love golf season. <laughs> yeah, and I don't, even, I don't even think about you at all. Get out there and have a good time golfing. Yeah. Sun. I, hope, I you... hope you like playing golf. I do. Thank you. I it's so much fun. It. It's yeah. very nice. <laughs> so relaxing. <laughs> Outside the house, hanging in the stand. That's how nice Canadians are, that their sport and NHL, their insult is like, have fun going golfing. I hope you have a great time in the sun with your friends, drinking beers, driving carts. Yeah. All yeah. the best Not shit. Not watching hockey. <laughs> Not playing golf. Golf okay. was really low on that list. Yeah. <laughs> so, does we all are on the Vegas train. Do they win it? No, Snacks is still on the lighting train. A Tampa Bay lighting. Well, I'm on whatever speak. he's not digging. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the I'm digging the, the, the Knights now. Which scares me. It scares yeah, me a lot. Because you're jinxing it. I don't even know, man. I obviously don't know anything about hockey, so I'm just going with the team that's been winning all the time. <laughs> that's a good call, actually. Good call. <laughs> Smitty's gonna, Smitty is single-handedly going to tank and ruin this 30 for 30 that we're all hoping Please to Please just pick the Lightning right now. It's what it, it's better no, for the world. I can't think. Uh, there, no team can beat this other team. It's Speaking impossible. of, it is 0-0 in the Tampa-Washington game. Right, right and that series is now a 2-1 Yes. after three, the... 3-2. 3-2, yeah. wow, yeah. This is a... The Lightning can what week is it? it tonight. Yeah, it's now 3-2 when the Capitals had a 2-0 um, series lead at one point. Yeah. So... So, I guess they said that Capitals have never lost... This whole year, they've never lost four games in a row. Which is surprising, because there has been team times where this team has been much, much better. This team is pretty pedestrian. Can we talk about how the Washington Capitals are basically the Toronto Raptors right now? Like, mm-hmm. they come out, and obviously the Raptors didn't do this. They got swept, but... I see what you're going for. But, like, the Capitals are <coughs> the Capitals. They come out, and they win the first two games of the series, and we're all like... Hey, the Capitals are different now. They're gonna be okay. They're gonna figure it out. And now they've just laid an egg for three games in a row. But instead of DeRozan, they have Russell Westbrook. Yeah. And they still lose. And they still lose. Constantly. Yeah. They have a they have they have a better lineup, and they just like what? It's I don't know. I I described it earlier today. I was like, they had a they had a two zero lead 
And then they just started playing like the Washington Capitals again. I think it would be really, really <laughs> funny if the Tampa Bay Lightning won and then went to the Stanley Cup Finals and then beat the the Golden Knights because that was something that was like, like they beat. the Tampa Bay Lightning was the consensus pick at the beginning of the year because they're so stacked to yeah. be like to win the Stanley mm-hmm. Cup. And then you have this Vegas thing going on, and then at this time you'd have a lot of people jumping on that bandwagon and being like they're gonna win. But then to have the Tampa Bay Lightning just win anyways, it yeah. would be it'd be kind of funny. So you're funny. picking Tampa. Uh, no, I'm still going with the Knights. Nice. <laughs> we tried, guys. Vegas, we tried. Uh, we tried. I, again. I don't again. care who wins this series, but honestly, I would like to see Ovechkin play in a Stanley Cup final. That's the only reason yeah. where I'm like, man, I kind of hope they win, because, yeah. But that's it. Like, I don't care who wins on yeah. that side. Yeah. I did write about uh, my newfound love for Marc-Andre Fleury and why he's been playing so good, because I really do think that there is something to him playing so well right now. There was a lot of noise made about uh, how like fragile mentally he was when he was with Pittsburgh, um, and I think that a lot of their success, and his success, because he's uh, has come from his good mental health. I right find now. it also interesting, like, this is his team, right? So he was always behind... As good as Marc Andre Fleury would play, it was always like, well, Sidney Crosby and he didn't, Craig. I got bad news. He what? didn't play good. He did. He, he has was terrible. Sl- he played he pretty really good. bad. Well, I mean, again, <laughs> he still has at least one Stanley Cup to his name. I think at one point he had an eight forty save percentage, Craig. He's got pretty good not numbers even. over his entire career. Though. Yeah. He's so Smitty, what okay. I'm what it's I'm like trying to say though, like, but you, you're anyways, the problem with Marc Andre Fleury is he always crumbled in in like big moments. He did, yeah. But he has not. But done he also, that but at, at the same time, no, though, there's no. been times where he hasn't, like when he did lead Canada to a gold medal game in junior. No, he lost no. that game. No, no, he he took over for Brodeur, did he not? In 2010. Oh yeah, but this is and this is going back to my don't not cheering for. For Team Canada, which is, is silly, that, guys. We're like we can't even literally. I could have coached that team to a gold medal. Why do you say things? <laughs> Anyways, what I'm trying to say, where where Snacks is like, I don't is know that why he says things. The thing, what I find interesting is he's not hiding behind superstars. Like mm-hmm. it's it, this is Flurry's team. Yeah, I, and I would like to know like how he like takes that up here and in here, and like well documented that like everyone on that team is like. Yeah, it starts with Flurry. Yeah, and I, I I think that's what's kind of... So right now he's putting up, like, one of the best goaltending performances of the last 20 years in the playoffs. Like, mm-hmm. Jonathan Quick was really, really good in 2010. Yeah, it was 2010 when they When he was, like, out... When he was yeah. played out of his mind. Yeah, those are situations. And for Flurry to be doing this when he's 32 is unreal. It's really, it's really nice to see. Tim Thomas, almost. Yeah, but... Um, he's already won three. I think it's it's really, really unfair for somebody like Flurry to be shit on his entire career for being really, really falling apart in big moments. And then uh, for him to be playing really, really well right now um, and for everyone to be like, this is unsustainable. I'm not saying that he's going to be a 945 goaltender forever because that's impossible. But uh, I think that his success might be at least repeatable next year. I was going to say success breeds success, though. Like, if they go out and win, like... Especially for him, he has the pedigree. Yeah. He was a first overall, first it. overall pick, and uh, he he just never lived up to it. And I think some of that might have been the some of the mental strain that he saw with the Penguins. And yeah. now that he's found, now he's in a situation where it's like a good environment, and he's doing well in it. I think that he maybe he's now living up to his potential. Yeah, and you know who didn't live up to his potential this year? Matt Murray. Yeah. yeah, he had a rough time. He had a rough playoff. He had a rough time. He's also 22, but... Super funny. Yeah. Ironic. He also was hurt for a lot of the year, too. But, yeah, it is a little bit ironic that they, like... But you're going to make that... They would do that trade. They would not that trade. Oh, did they even trade him? No, they just didn't protect him. They didn't protect right, him. Right, yeah. But they Which would do they that They would do that trade time. every time over and over again. Because he's 10 years again. younger and, and cheaper and as good. But... I... Like I just I want to see this amazing story continue to the end. Yeah, you will. I want to see this thirty for thirty. Yeah, I think that if I was going to watch any thirty for thirty, regardless of what somebody made me watch, I think it would be this thirty for thirty. You just took a pot shot at yours. (laughs) But some of these stories are really cool. But how cool would it be though? Like, first of all, no matter what, we're gonna see a documentary or thirty for thirty on this team, no matter what. (laughs) You know I thought, no, I thought I thought you were gonna say no matter what we're gonna see a thirty for thirty on this pod. <laughs> like, and I lost like what I'm saying, like there's 
We are. There's already going to be documentaries thirty for thirty, regardless of how the season ends. Yeah. What I love though is like every every round they've just been like, no, like we have more to like. It's not. Yeah. We have more to do. Like we're here to win. All right. So the, the last thing is like, if if the Vegas Golden Knights lose, there still can be a really good thirty for thirty. Yeah. Because one of my favorite basketball stories of all time. Is the fourteen fifteen Kentucky Wildcats, mm. where they went? Uh, I think it was they won so everything in regular season, like their like uh, first games, and then they undefeated in conference play, yeah. going to the tournament all the way till the final four. They had like Carl Anthony Towns, yeah. they had Trev, uh, Lyles on there, they had Devin Booker. They're like one of the most stacked teams in history, and they only lost one game, and it was the final one. And also, who did they lose to? They lost to. I have this right here. They lost in the national final to Wisconsin. Uh, no. Uh, oh, they lost in the... No, they lost in the semi to Wisconsin. Yeah. Semi to Wisconsin. Uh, the only Frank, reason I know uh, that is because I had... I'm like the only person that bet on Wisconsin to beat them. Yeah, yeah. they had... Uh, what was it? What was his name? Uh, the, he plays for the... Hornets, Kaminsky. Uh, Kaminsky, yeah. Yeah, he's so good. Kaminsky. Um, Frank Kaminsky. All of Frank my favorite Kaminsky. sports movies and... Where they end up losing and like the fi- they don't actually make the finals. It's Angels in the outfield. Bullshit. They don't go to the World Series. Friday they just make Friday, Friday, Friday Night Lights. They get spoiler alert. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> is it, said that at the beginning. How does they remember the Titans and or can't Coach Carter also and yeah they all like, lose. Coach yeah, Carter they, they lose. lose. Remember, remember the Titans they lose. They they win and then they lose in the national final. Yeah, you uh, and you don't, you don't get to see. They're it. all they're all like. Like at like the epilogue too. It's always just like it's always like the big like celebration of them winning, and yeah. then like it's like in black letters afterwards, and they're like and they lost in the except final. for yeah. Coach Carter. <laughs> Coach Carter, they legit lost the last game you watched. Yeah. You're like that was very disheartening. It was a good movie. That was a good movie. That's on the new sports podcast, movie podcast. Right? Yeah, that's coming up. It's coming up. We're gonna do our first one. I haven't come up with a name Who's yet. Who's doing it? Uh, first one is going to be Brian and our friend Chris McNally is going to be on it too. We invited Chris. We invited Chris. We're going to do the first one. I haven't decided what movie. So can I be Chris. on one? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. We're going to start doing. We're going to start doing them more because uh, sports is going to hit a bit of a lull soon. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's coming up uh, soon. Nice. All right, moving on to sauced and tossed, uh, everyone's favorite segment. Sorry, yeah, bat was next. <laughs> Um, taking shots. Why are you? Shots. Why you're here to hurt us and say things we all disagree with? <laughs> what role do you fill? Uh, <laughs> you need to think about your life. Anti Canada over here. Lindell Wigginton from Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, basketball player for Iowa. State. Has, Iowa State. Yeah. Um, has declared for the the draft. First, uh, first Canadian player from the East Coast. I don't know if about ever, but probably. Uh, Sauce toss. I mean, I, I sauce the idea. I think it's pretty cool. But at the same time, I toss it because, again, we were looking at it before. And all these one-and-done guys, like, you got to be super careful. Because if you hire an agent and think you're going to get drafted and then you don't get drafted, you're pretty much fucked. Like, yeah. your, your route to the NBA is through the, the G League or potentially going overseas and playing in Europe. Um, for uh, Wigington, what, what was his, what's his last name? Is it Wigington? Wigington, yeah, yeah. Wigington, yeah. For Wigington, he's, I think Snacks, you said he was rated, what, 81st? Yeah, in the mid-80s. He did, I, th- I don't think, he didn't sign with an agent. I think Which he's going back to college. I hope so. Um, He didn't even get invited to the Combine. Yeah. It's one of the dumbest rules in all of NCAA is that if you declare for the draft and hire an agent, you can't go back to school. I think that's so dumb and hopefully it's something they take out. But I sauced the idea because I love it, and he was great. Like he's a yeah. hell of a basketball player. But again, he's he's a he's a guard. I think he was. Teams bit, are getting away from it. He was hoping to be one of those players who like killed in the scrimmages. Because if you like ha- are one of the best players in the scrimmages, you can go from eighty to forty. Yeah. Like that happened with Kyle Kuzma. He wasn't even supposed to get drafted, and then he just crushed everyone in the combine. Yeah. Like uh, players can just completely like go up forty spots just in one or two games on that weekend. Yeah, it's tough. One and done. The one and done thing in in NCAA, it, it like I want to say ninety percent of the time it does not benefit the player. I think they need to play at least two years, and he's one of those guys that I think would improve his stock hugely. It's also just so tough because here. the draft is just so small. And yeah, there's only two rounds. Yeah, there's two rounds, Crazy. and 
they're starting to get a better like developmental league, the G League, but like it just it just it's you're taking a fucking shot, man. Think yeah. about how many teams there are. How many And you think of like how many people get drafted, like awesome, it's sure you got drafted, it's like Sixty players, like fifteen to twenty every year, like yeah. don't play. They don't. Do it. They I kind of like. It. I kind. I mean, I kind of like the idea at the same time because if he hires an agent and doesn't get drafted, then who's gonna come knocking on his door? The first, it's gonna be the Raptors. The Raptors are gonna offer him some kind of G League deal. At least the summer league deals. So yeah. Everyone's getting summer league. Yeah, deals. right. And and then this guy clearly can ball, and and he could potentially have like an undrafted Fred VanVleet type thing going on, and. And he's a great guard to, to pick up, and, and a lot of teams will have interest in him. But for his future, if I'm him, I'm tossing the idea of declaring for the draft. I'm playing one more year of college and yeah. see what happens next year. Wow, so way to take the uh, snacks way out with the sauce and dust there. Both. Both. Yeah, I did. <laughs> both. I did both. <laughs> sauce but for college. Or. I, I overall tossed it. Uh, the Atlanta Braves. Atlanta Braves cutting Jose Batista. Yeah. After sus. like three weeks. It is sus. He was playing terrible. But I also like. Surprise. I was thinking about this. <laughs> Surprise, yeah. Yeah. I Who was, knew? I was thinking about this. And before I read the article, I'm like, did he play spring training? And the article confirmed that he didn't do any spring training. So this was his spring training. Yeah. So I. But he's always phenomenal. No, but, in but spring he played training. like for two weeks. He played. He played you know, AAA baseball for two weeks before. That's true. Yeah, up. before they brought him up, but still, that's like he's. You got a month. You got a month. So wait, yeah. are you saying that if he that if he had done spring training, he would have been good? No, no, I'm saying that I I would this this overall shot of his hitting may not be completely accurate, but I, we all know that he's declined completely. But I'm just saying there there might clearly someone or people are still interested. Uh, so he, you know, I don't know. I, they also has an open offer to return to the AAA team, though. That's what Anthopolis came out and said. It's like if he doesn't get a spot somewhere else. Like, he has an open offer to come back to our AAA team. Huh. Because Anthopolis came in and really said, like, yeah, like, you know, we're playing pretty good right now. Yeah, why waste a roster spot? Exactly. Uh, the thing about this uh, Jose Batista thing is I wrote an article about a month before uh, oh, yeah. before they signed Jose Batista, and I said they shouldn't sign him. They should uh, clone Freddie Freeman and get him <laughs> back on third base like he used to play. And uh, they didn't listen to me, clearly, and their experiment failed. Mine definitely would have worked. Freddie Freeman would be a way better third baseman. True. And uh, if you guys are looking for scouts or anything, hire me, contact me. Yeah. Uh, you can get my agent through the 10-day, and uh, I will gladly work with you guys because I have great ideas. Knows. I'll be your agent. I also knows a lot about baseball. He's a, he's a good, he'd be a good scout. I also yeah. think that you're probably secretly growing Freddie Freeman in your in your bedroom yeah, or something. Still, like still a, a clone. Right? <laughs> we already know that Snacks literally just hides in his bedroom until Sunday night. Or Monday <laughs> today. So you spend an extra day in your bedroom. Today. Growing your Freddie Freeman. Yeah. This is sauced all day. Uh, I love getting younger in, in baseball. I think that needs to yeah. happen. I, I think Imagine being like, like oh, we have Ozzy Albiez. Like, oh, we have Acuna Jr. Oh, we have Soraka. Like you know who's great? Jose Batista. I think, I think Major League Baseball is becoming a young man's game, and I think teams need to embrace it more. Especially the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. All right. Um, Do we have young players on the Blue Jays that are good? Yeah, I swear yeah. to God, we have zero. We <laughs> don't want to talk about them. We have zero. So tired. Zero great prospects. In you know what? I, we can baseball. talk about them the next time anything happens. Honestly, I think if our double like walk like his four for four walk. If our night? double A team played our major league team like tomorrow, you think they'd win? No, I don't think they'd win, but I think they'd they give would them give a him a ride for a ready. <laughs> Vlad did go four for four with a walk off home run. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like that's what I mean. Is, is tell, like tell me when, so, tell me when something new happens. <laughs> the walk off was new. The walk off was new. He, that's got to be like it's like fourth one this year. The, the when your your batting average in baseball four hundred is like a mythical number. Yeah, and he's gonna like he's surpassed four hundred. Now he's moving towards five hundred. He's gonna flirt with five hundred in like three weeks. Um, You're like what? Yeah, what? All right, who? Uh. I want to talk uh, saucer tossed Bryce Harper's new glasses. Have you seen them? Oh, yeah. yeah. What was the whole thing on that? What he couldn't get his contacts in. That's what it was. He's a grown ass man. He couldn't get his contacts in his head. So he wore his glasses and struck out his first bat. Then, and then he didn't wear his glasses during his second bat yeah. and got a single. <laughs> couldn't see the damn ball. Apparently, he's blind as a bat, too. Well, yeah. super funny. Uh, I mean, Eric Sogard. Do you remember that name? He was on the A's. He wore he wore some pretty sweet glasses. It, baseball and glasses have happened before. That's mm. a thing. Yeah. Uh, 
I sauce it. Bryce Harper is Bryce Harper, man. He doesn't give a shit about anything else. And yeah, I you think that. you could just pay someone to put your contacts in, though? Right, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> There's got to be, like, super expensive contacts that just go in their eye, like, your eyes. I mean, laser out. eye surgery is also an option. Yeah, I understand the hesitancy about it. No, apparently <laughs> he is, like, super blind. I don't know if he... Mm. I'm sure he would spend money on laser eye surgery if he, if he could. I mean, he definitely can. He's also. It, it, he might be like against. Right maybe after his con- maybe after his contract year, then then he'll then he'll do it. It would be the risk, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, That's I true. it definitely works. That's also true. He probably there's probably something in his contract that says you. <laughs> you can't get. Can't do this. I mean, he's being paid eighteen million dollars a year. Who he's cares? like, but what if I'll hit better? And they're like, they're like, That's impossible. You hit good enough. They're yeah, like, you hit good. Enough. Who do you think you are? Three forty is good enough. Yeah. He's like, okay. Okay. Yeah, three forty and forty five home. So are we like we're saucing him wearing those awesome glasses? Well, if he can, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, you figured he'd have a pair of sports glasses. No, I I love that they weren't sport sports glasses. Yeah, and that's it looks like something that your grandfather would wear, and it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, they were clear lens. I'm pretty sure Joe Madden so has those exact glasses. <laughs> It'd be awesome if he borrowed them. From Joe <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, uh, sauced or tossed? Uh, the did you guys see the guy at the Houston Astros game? Uh, he bent down to play a fair ball, like to catch a fair or a foul I ball. I saw this, yeah. And then because it bounced off, it was it was uh, deemed fair. Yes. They got like a double on it. And his girlfriend freaked out. Oh, his wife him. yelled at him. It was his wife, yeah. Like he got fucking she lit up she by his wife. Tore him a new one. So, what are we saucing? Well, are we we're saucing, saucing the wife. Yeah, we're saucing oh, the wife. 100%. 100%. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. And we're tossing the asshole that's trying to field ground balls. Man, if be. I was if I was at a game and there was a guy at the wall with a fucking baseball glove, I'd be like, no, 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 no. no None of you. None of you. I'm holding everybody around me back. <laughs> like, I'm like, you're boxing out. Basketball term, I'm boxing out on the sideline <laughs> and pushing six people behind me. Basketball term. <laughs> Uh, saucer tossed. Steph Curry's shimmy in the last game. He's feeling it, baby. He's, he's loving it. Loving you mean it. Steph Curry's Sauced. shimmy in every game he's yeah. ever played? I can't <laughs> believe that. I'm, I'm saucing it because he really was in a bit of a slump, though. Like, he was struggling, and he hit some big shots. And that, he, and the, that was, like, hype. Like, that was the, like, other than him saying, this is my fucking house. That was on a layup. <laughs> that was that, the one he shimmied on, Did you, I don't know if you guys saw it, but, like, it's so nasty. It's actually so gross. It's one of the games, like, when Steph Curry's going like that, it's like, uh, no, it's actually good that the Warriors are this good. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it reminds you of, like, two yeah. years ago yeah, when yeah. it's, like, How all of this was coming, and you're yeah. like, this is insane, I have to watch every game. But Warriors yeah. haven't been that fun for a while. At least yeah. I don't think. Yeah. It hasn't, it's not like Warriors have been, like, must-watch TV for no, them this year, inevitable. but it used to be. It was yeah, just yeah, inevitable totally, yeah. a lot yeah. of the time. But this made it a lot more fun, oh, and yeah. I hope it continues to do it. Oh, my God, yeah. I'm sure you will. Once you're feeling it, you're feeling it, man. That shot, though, the one he shimmied on, like, it's so nasty. It's so gross. Sauced, for sure. Sauced. Yeah. Uh, sauced or tossed, um, the National Predators, after losing um, in their playoff matchup, came out and said that they didn't want any offseason roster changes. So are we saucing or tossing players... You know, asking for no roster changes. Sauce it so hard. Yeah, totally. They felt like sauce. they just had like one bad game. Like you, yeah. that's confidence. You gotta. I like that. I I toss it. I'm all. I'm also tossing it. I, toss I like under. I understand why, but there's a reason you have a GM. You guys. You guys do. Oh no, there's gonna, there's gonna be moves made, but yeah. I like I like what they said. I you like guys, that. you didn't do your job. So don't come out and tell somebody else not to do their job. Yeah, like if you were good enough. But they're con- they're saying if, they're confident that they could do it. Yeah, well, but it's interesting. But it's good to say if that they were good enough, in case they, they do. No matter who in that locker room, that person feels like that person's with them. So if that person comes back next year, mm-hmm. everyone who's in that locker room again knows they believe in them. I don't know. To me, like I, I don't want to say I don't want to touch that with a ten foot pole because if I, if, if every single national predator is like, no, we want this team. And the GM sees an opportunity to get a better player, like to replace a guy that yeah. maybe isn't as good. Maybe he's hesitant on that because he doesn't want to disrupt the uh, chemistry. I don't, I don't think, think that, 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 won't, that, that won't happen. I feel like this was one of the quotes they said it a little strongly, but you see like things like this all the time, like Damian Lillard and McCollum saying like, "Oh, it's just a bad run. We could do this again." Like, no, uh, not after six years. Yeah, like, <laughs> but but it's like it's like something that you have to say at the end of a season. Yeah, that, that, that's kind of where I was going. I'm like. I like it. I also think like 
those guys know when to say what they're supposed to say sometimes. Yeah, that's mm. true. Yeah. Um, Alright, so this week um, the WNBA season started. Yep. And uh, last year's champions, the Minnesota Lynx, uh, played a game against the L.A. Sparks, who they beat in the finals. Um, the L.A. Sparks were warming up in the Minnesota Stadium, and Minnesota, during their um, practice before the game, started playing or testing out their uh, their championship video <laughs> while they were practicing. They were playing the ring ceremony on the Jumbotron yeah. on the screen. That's such a sick burn. <laughs> And I don't know if they did it on purpose, but I saw it. It was definitely on purpose. I think it was so funny. Like, yeah, we're just uh, prepping some game ups. Yeah, yeah. We're just prepping a couple game ups. Are you guys cool if we just run the video for yeah, the game ups? Boom! Rings, rings, rings. A lot of the time, a lot of the time, Brady A lot of the time, the NFL season starts, so the Super Bowl ends the season, obviously, and then the first game of the next season is the two teams. The rematch. Yeah, it's usually yeah. the rematch or like a, a match very similar to the rematch and if an NFL team that won the Super Bowl and was hosting this game because a lot of time the winner of the Super Bowl hosts the home game did that that would it's so good that's <laughs> so fun that's the best I love it and I'm sure it was just a communications team guy that was like yeah I'm doing this yeah like, <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah fun. I'm doing this this is the funniest thing that could happen this week yeah it's just board. standard practice operations <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We haven't. We haven't the, the only video we, we had here was a ring ceremony. Yeah, the big I wish I had another while. video. Yeah. Uh, yeah, WNBA season started. Uh, my Seattle Storm lost their home op- or their season opener against uh, the Mercury. Kia Nurse started. Yeah, she did. I don't know where she plays though. Uh, she's uh, crap. But she apparently she had a pretty good game. Yeah. So good old Do they have a team girl? in Toronto yet, or what? Yeah, she plays for New York. New York. Okay, the no. Liberty. No team in Toronto. No, no team in Toronto, which would be awesome. Oh, that's an it. interesting topic. We should write that down for... Should Canada have a WNBA team? Why not? That sounds like a uh, one that should come up soon. Yeah. Uh, that's it for Sauce and Tossed. Uh, I don't... Uh, that I think we've sauced everything we need to and tossed sauce everything we need to. Sauce of the Week. Uh, I honestly, uh, I don't know if I we've done this. Sriracha mayo has that been done? Yeah, we've yeah, done sriracha we, mayo. We remember, I we made tater again. tots and we. Ate oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> he used to treat us so good. Now he's yeah. yeah. where the, the fuck are the tater tots? Well, he used to take us out all the well, time. I'm sorry. Now we just come over here and just do this real quick, and then we we have to leave. Wow, <laughs> you're the one who's causing that. First of all, second of all, maybe I've if never we did tater tots. Maybe if we did it on an actual Sunday like we're supposed to, we could do this. On weekends. You know? It yeah. feels like Sunday, guys. Like yes, It straight it up feels like I Sunday. I gotta work tomorrow, which sucks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't guess I don't have it. Actually, Sauce of the Week, uh, Sweet Chili Thai. Oh, That's nice. been We've sauce. done that as well. I think. God damn it! I think Snacks did that after, <laughs> we're we doing... had, after he had Sweet Chili Thai wings. Oh, oh, yeah. We're doing so many. With all, we've already done all the good sauces. Let's go with, go with ranch. We haven't done that before. Have we not done ranch? Just kidding. We we've done definitely ranch. done ranch. <laughs> Smitty, you're How so bad at this. Smitty doesn't like ranch. We need, I think we did we season need like dressing a, two We need ago. somebody to be keep track of these. Uh, let's go with... Um, I was eating... I'd have no idea. This St. Louis, Louis dill sauce? I, we did no, that. That was my idea. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> How do you know all of these? Yeah. Uh, well, St. Louis <laughs> How has... How do you remember no, them? St. Louis has bottomless wings, or, or they just started. Do they? Yeah, they just started. Okay, like, we gotta do Wig Week, then. That's the Bottomless only... wings? Guys, 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 yeah, guys, stop. Seriously? <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta go. He started getting up, guys. You know when they like score the gold, lights lighting. go up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Tampa Bay Lightning—it's just a chandelier. <laughs> that's they a come out to see you. They come out to see you every game. That's a that's a great like uh, like beer league like hockey team. <laughs>